This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to my fully operational Star Wars analysis. Star Wars The Bad Batch Episode 4, or 104, Cornered, was originally aired May 21st, 2021. The writer is Christian Taylor, the story editor is Matt Michnovitz, the director is Saul Ruiz, and the score was done by the immutable Kevin Kiter. So, jumping right into things, I am going to call shenanigans on Wrecker uh, getting wrecked by Fennec Shand in one move. That's bad. Um, I will have you remember that Wrecker lifted an entire gunship on his own with his muscles and his body. <laughs> this guy is so strong that he was able to do that. He's been shot by uh, his bud crosshair and it put him down. Uh, but then he bumps his head in a little tussle with Fennec Shand in one move and he's out. Guys, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that doesn't work for me. That does not work for me. That is bad. That is a bad thing that happened in this episode of the Bad Batch. So anyway, moving on to the good stuff. Uh, you may find this ironic and hypocritical, but it's not because I am a nuanced person and I, I can hold, uh, uh, opinions and beliefs that don't quite uh, match if you want to make everything super simple. But, you know, I'm a complex creature, so here we go. My thing that was good in this episode is uh, Ming-Na Wen's performance and the character model for Shand. Uh, they were great. Um, it is so nice to see her be a cross-media character. I think she's been in a comic already, but uh, I didn't read it. <laughs> I only have so much money. So, uh, you know, I, I'm very selective with my comics purchases. But, uh... I really liked her. She came off really well. Um, I loved her performance both. I, she's the hardened assassin, which is kind of her natural voice, right? Um, but then she softened it to lull Omega into a sense of security. And she was her friend. And I'll help you. Don't worry. And hey, kid, sometimes you have to break the rules. But that's just what you do when you're a lady out here in the galaxy trying to make your way. You know, whatever. It was great. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, very, very cool stuff. Uh, and I also like how you don't actually learn her name, so I guess spoilers, if you didn't know, this is Fennec Shan from Mandalorian Season 2, uh, Friends of Boba Fett. Although, you, you know, something interesting is I, you know, obviously saw her in Mandalorian, it was the first time I, I met her, and it's kind of funny now to think about it, she knows, not Jango, but Boba, and, um, you know, she's working with him, and, uh, we're gonna see that in October, I guess, in the Book of Boba Fett, but... She also worked with these clones, or not worked with them, but, you know, tried to kill them. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how much interaction she has with the clones. I kind of hope it's minimal, um, so that it's a little bit less weird when she's dealing with Boba Fett. Uh, but, I don't know, it could be kind of interesting. It adds, like, a weird, I don't know, level of, uh, I don't know, it's just something extra. The fact that she's um, had this run-in with the Bad Batch, and then she's going to be, you know, having a personal relationship with, uh, with Boba. It's just, just kind of interesting. Anyway, whatever. Uh, moving on from there. Uh, deep stuff. Uh, well, this is kind of deep. And uh, it depends on... Well, I want to keep this short, so I'm not going to get too into it. But it's just something to think about. It is interesting to me that Omega wasn't scared of Shand because she carries a blaster. She asked if she was some sort of soldier, because that is her experience. Everybody she knows is soldiers, basically, because of you know the cloning facility and the clones are made for the war and things like that. Um... So she's used to, she, you know, she has, she's living with guys on this ship who are just loaded down with weapons and it's not a big deal to her. It's not scary. 
she shot a blaster. Um, in the Star Wars universe, it's just not something scary or weird or out of place that people are open carrying guns on them. And I just kind of find that interesting because, um, you know, Alderaan's a peaceful planet. We have no weapons except for Leia's strap. She's got her blaster. Uh, you know, there's no planetary weapons, I guess you could say, and maybe even nothing like a Naboo starfighter type thing on, on Alderaan. So, um, you know, that's interesting. You also have like Satine, who is a, a pacifist, but I think she even carried a blaster at some point, did she or not? Oh, God, I can't remember, man. So those are, those are good episodes of Clone Wars. Anyway, it's just interesting, um, that you can have peaceful people, good people walking around and they're carrying guns all the time. And, uh, those are our heroes in Star Wars. Just, uh, it's kind of interesting based on uh, what it seems most Star Wars fans, um, or the most loud Star Wars fans, uh, like to talk about. So, um, at least in the podcasting and, you know, on Twitter or whatever. So just kind of interesting. I like it. I think it's a good, I think it's a good, I think more women should carry guns. I think that'd be a great thing for this, this world. Anyway, moving on, especially maybe in certain countries where women aren't treated as well as they should be. And I mean like they're, act, they're, they're macro-aggressed against, not micro-aggressed against. All right, moving on to speculation. Cause I really do want to keep this, this one pretty short. Uh, so here's my speculation. Omega really is integral to the new cloning schemes the Kaminoans uh, have. I'm inching back towards wondering if they do want her for her biology. Again, Omega being used as some sort of breeder would be nasty, and I do not expect they'll do that. But maybe there is some sort of angle on the clones, like that if they do some sort of chromosomal swap uh, and have them all be women, it will somehow refresh the gene pool or something. Obviously, Django is gone, but they had him for 10 years to get samples from. I seem to remember there was something in the Clone Wars that had to do with protecting the genetic code uh, or source code from the uh, Kaminoans, or sorry, for the Kaminoans to keep making clones, and uh, maybe Omega is that new source. And that's um, Asajj Ventress uh, infiltrated uh, Kamino, and I think there was this room where there were all these um, rows and rows of babies in, in tubes, you know, clone babies, and there was like a can, basically, and I think Anakin was there helping protect it. Um, but there was a, oh, it's just debris, and then no, it wasn't debris, it was ships and stuff, and they used them to, like, drill into the, anyway, it was a really cool episode. I think that was, I think it had to do with 99, because um, there's like five episodes, there's like rookies, and uh, I can't remember what else, but like 99 is there, he's the, well, 99 is a great character. Clone Force 99 must be named after him, right? And I I noticed that, um, ah, oh, gosh, Crosshair's number was 99094 or something like that. So all the weird clones are 99 series as opposed to, you know, 327, whatever, or 55555. Um, anyway, um, I seem to remember that. So, like, is doing the sex swap, is switching the chromosomes from, you know, XY to XX, does that somehow change things and make it so like, oh, you can keep cloning, you can clone Omega now a bunch of times and make still competent soldiers out of, out of her. Um, cause she's still got that Django source code or whatever. Um, I wonder if that's what's going on. That, that's, that could be interesting. Uh, and kind of my question here kind of, um, blends into that. So what is it about Omega that makes her so special to the Kaminoan cloners? Did they send Shan after her or did somebody else send Shan after her? Uh, do they even need the rest of the Bad Batch? Do you think Omega is an age-accelerated clone like most of the rest? Or could she be a mostly unaltered clone kind of like Boba with just like the, you know, X, Y, change the XX? I, I would think that's possible. And then, you know, uh, kind of going on everything else I said, what if she has no special ability like Clone Force 99 and she's just different because of her sex, because of her chromosomes? And that can be used for some other purpose. Like I, I suggested maybe this alternate cloning scheme. Um, that seems pretty interesting to me. I want to know your thoughts on that. Uh, I'm going to give this episode a three out of five. 
and uh, that is not a high score. And uh, yeah, I, I have a joke. Um, I kind of I pulled the the quote quickly and quietly from this episode for the uh, title of my analysis. And oh, man, I wish I had this. Uh, I don't think I can reload this real quick. But anyway, I, I had written a little thing, um, kind of <laughs> playing off of the the title of the episode quickly and quietly, which is like you know this show is quickly turning from something uh, gripping and exciting to, uh, you know, quietly becoming another, you know, just another Star Wars show. And I say that because, you know, like, I liked, um, I liked Rebels. I loved Clone Wars. I, uh, didn't get, like, more than two episodes into the other one, Resistance, right? Yeah. Um, and I like the show so far, but, uh, it was really gripping, really intense, really exciting. And then, I'm not going to call this a filler episode because it's not, um, <laughs> but it, like, I, yeah, I, I'm not loudly saying this is a terrible show. And, like, the whole thing about Fennec Shan taking down Wrecker, come on, guys. Come on. That's just ridiculous. But I'm not like, oh, that's a strong woman and I hate strong women. I'm not decrying this show. I'm just saying, like, I'm wondering what's going to happen. And, like, how long can they sustain this if they're just going after Omega? Like, I don't want them to tease out the mystery. Like, honestly, I would love it if the show were just one season long because you can tell a good story in one season and just have it be it. And like, Hey, this was a special thing we did. It was one season. It was 16 episodes. The first one was really long. The last one is probably going to be really long. So it's like a, it's like a 20 episode show, basically. Um, as far as runtime is concerned, if you take it all, you know, take, take it all in all. So like you can get a great story out of that and just leave it there. Let it be. It was good. It was great. Yay. Let's move on. Let's do something else exciting and new and whatever. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm quietly hoping that they don't turn this into like a multi-season thing. Cause I don't think it needs to be that. And, uh, if they do, that'll be disappointing. But anyway, that, all that being said, this was a three out of five episode. Um, it was okay. It was entertaining. There was some cute stuff there, but there was definitely some stuff that I didn't like or that didn't make any darn sense. So anyway, that's it for me. Uh, going over to the blog, mgwinners.com, type in Glowbug. Why? Because it's a story about a little girl who finds the strength to battle the darkness, to have courage, and to save her mother and father, and maybe even herself. Uh, it's called Ava and the Glowbug. I've got version 1.9 up there, draft 1.9. Um, I'm looking for an illustrator for it. It's a real cool book. Uh, it is inspired by stuff not Star Wars. It's inspired by Tokusatsu. Ultraman, if you don't know who that is, look him up. Uh, I'll be doing an Ultraman review pretty soon because uh, there's a comic of Ultraman called Trials of Ultraman after the Rise of Ultraman. But that's over on Swing Through Comics. Uh, this, um, <laughs> this, uh, well, anyway, it all goes together. Everything's at mtmunch.com. I'm doing a bunch of analysis type stuff there of all sorts of things. I got comics. I got shows. I got, uh, I'm going to dip into books pretty soon, but I've done Star Wars books on fully operational and you could find all that stuff over at mtmunch.com slash F-O. And, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm going to say something about, um, well, just take care of yourselves, folks. Be, folks, be a good person. Um, and, uh. Yeah, walk in the light, man, because there's too much darkness. You got to dispel that darkness by spreading more light. That's all you can do. You can't fight and attack and hate the darkness. You got to make more light to have the darkness flee, which is something Ava learns in Ava and the Glowbug. <laughs> so check that out. Anyway, I'm going to leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out.